You're listening to episode number 15 of the Fat Fueled Female Podcast. Welcome to the Fat Fueled Female Podcast. I'm your host, Marsha Chow, a holistic nutritionist, personal trainer, and proud dog mama of two. I am obsessed with helping women achieve their goals, feel confident in their skin, and become empowered health advocates. This podcast is designed to help ambitious women thrive on a low-carb, high-fat lifestyle, so tune in each week as we talk all aspects of nutrition, improving your fitness, enhancing your mindset so that you can take inspired action and live your best life all starting from the inside out. I'm so happy to have you here. Now let's get started. Hello and welcome back to the Fat Fueled Female Podcast. In this episode, we're going to talk about why eating low fat is the old way of thinking to keep the pounds off. And I feel like this is such an important discussion, especially if you have come from a place or still in a place of yo-yo dieting, fad dieting, And say you are very strict with your diet from Monday to Friday, but as soon as the weekend rolls around, you have cheat meals or you emotionally eat or you binge eat, and then starting fresh on Monday becomes this regular cycle and pattern. Or say you're good with your nutrition all day, And then 8 p.m. rolls around and these intense sugar cravings come in. And so all your hard work you did all week kind of falls apart at night because you give in to these immense sugar cravings you have. And then you maybe feel depressed with all the failed attempts with dieting and trying to improve your health. And maybe you've been able to lose the weight But whatever you do, you can't seem to keep it off longer than a year or a year and a half. And why I understand this so much is because this was me and I was she for so many years. And one of the biggest reasons I had all these failed attempts with dieting was because I was afraid, terrified of eating fat and I ate a low-fat diet. And I get it. I get it why people today still think that eating low fat is the answer. High fat foods have been bashed for years by the media and some doctors still recommend low fat diets to patients. So this enables fear around eating fat and causes people to go for low calorie options, especially because If you understand, so say one gram of carbohydrates is four calories, one gram of protein is four calories, and then one gram of fat is nine calories. So it's double the the yield plus one. So it's so easy to fall into this trap. But let me ask you, does everyone who eats super low fat or cuts most fats out of their diet keep the pounds off? No. And by doing this, you could actually cause a negative effect on your body by disrupting all of your hormones because your hormones are made from the raw material fats, which are responsible for your hunger levels and play a massive role in weight loss. So 
Foods are messengers in the body. It's information. It's cell signaling. It's so much more than simply calories and number values. And even if you were able to lose weight by cutting fat, how long can you go with eating dry, bland, flavorless, low-fat foods, which often tend to increase food cravings? And let's be real. How shitty do you feel eating low-fat foods? So obviously, trying to eat a low-fat diet It's not going to be an effective long-term strategy that provides you with results and makes you feel good and makes you have good energy. So why do we keep on falling into the same cycle of thinking we just have to cut the fat, we just have to cut the calories, when in actuality it's causing more havoc on your metabolism, on your mind, and on your hormones? So how do you lose the pounds and keep them off? You stop being afraid of fats and create something in your body referred to as metabolic flexibility. So what is metabolic flexibility? Most people, I would say about 90% of the population or maybe 95% of the population are not metabolically flexible. So I'm just going to break it down into a metaphor so you can understand this. So let's think of your body like a hybrid car. It's able to run off like a nice BMW hybrid car. It's able to run off two fuel sources, right? So it's able to run off gas and electricity. So let's think of carbohydrates as the gas. So you're driving your BMW, you're like, okay, I'm going to fill it up with gas, aka carbs. So carbohydrates are a quick burning fuel. It doesn't last very long, but you can like rip it in your car. You can have a good time, okay? Now, once you burn through those carbs, your body is conditioned and trained and goes back to running on electric mode. And I refer to as electric mode as your body burning fat for fuel. So fats compared to carbohydrates are a long sustainable fuel source. They can run way longer than the gas alone, aka the carbs. And I like to explain it like this carbohydrates or people who eat carbohydrates, breakfast, lunch, dinner, snack, they are referred to as sugar burners, okay? People who run off of two fuel sources or are in ketosis, those people are referred to as fat burners. So someone who is a sugar burner, you only have about approximately 2,000 calories of stored carbohydrates referred to as glycogen. Most of it is stored in the liver. Some of it is stored in your muscles. Whereas when you are a fat burner, depending on your body composition and your size, but you have anywhere from 50,000 to 100,000 calories of stored energy, of stored body fat, you can utilize for fuel. So most diets fail since the metabolism stays rigid in sugar burning mode, in gas mode, in aka carb mode. And when you're eating carbs continuously all throughout the day, you never give your body a chance to activate this secondary metabolic pathway, the fat burning system. It's just by default. If you're always eating carbohydrates, that's just the primary fuel source your body will run off of, right? 
you have to reduce the amount of carbs, carbohydrates you're eating to actually give the fat burning system a chance to be activated. So when you train your body to run off two fuel sources, and it takes time to be metabolically flexible, about four to six weeks, and how I teach women is we strategically go into ketosis week by week. It's not it's not like if you're eating, you know, a really high carb um a lot of carbohydrates, say someone's eating like people who eat carbohydrates, they can eat anywhere from like two to 400 grams of carbohydrates a day to put that in a number value for you. An apple can have like 30 grams of carbs. A banana can have 30 grams of carbs. That's 60 grams of carbs approximately 60 grams of carbs right there just with fruit that's not including your rice your potatoes your chips your crackers your cookies all of those other components that add up so how I work with women is we gradually go into ketosis week by week we don't just be like hey you're eating 300 grams of carbs let's go do 30 like whoa that's a massive shock on your body and on your mind so how i work with women is we go week by week we gradually go into ketosis and there's two reasons we do this a so you can gradually go into it it's not such a shock on your body and b so you have data so you're like okay wow i was eating 75 grams of carbs that week the next week i was eating 65 and so so on and so forth i was eating 50 grams that was realistic for me or whatever it is that way when you get to like the four or five week mark when you've created metabolic flexibility you have data and you can say hey okay, well, this is what I was eating this week. This is how I felt. I think I'm going to try cycling carbs in this way, or I think I felt really good with this amount of carbohydrates. So it just makes it so much more individualized for you, opposed to you being like, okay, well, I have to follow these quote unquote keto rules and eat 25 grams of carbs. And it's not taking in account your own bio individuality, your own body composition, how much you're exercising, how much protein you should be eating, how much fat you should be eating, and how much carbohydrates you should be strategically lowering and going into, okay? So, you know, there's a reason why so many people have adapted into a ketogenic lifestyle and why this style of eating has become so popular over the last five years. You know, people are able to eat delicious high fat foods that were once deemed as forbidden and people feel good eating high quality fats. They drop the weight, they boost their brain function because instead of your brain always running off of glucose, you're giving your brain an alternative fuel source, ketones, to run off of. And you regulate your blood sugar, you regulate your hunger hormones that you don't feel hungry all the time. You get back time in the kitchen. You get back time constantly. I know when I was dieting, I was constantly thinking about food all the time because my blood sugar was going up and down, up and down like a roller coaster multiple times a day. So why do you think many many diets fail? It's because the primary focus is reducing the calories and it's usually calories from fat. So when you do this, it doesn't take into account creating any sort of metabolic flexibility. So the metabolism stays rigid only being able to run off one fuel source. And I feel that is the missing switch for so many people. 
whatever style of eating a fat-fueled lifestyle that you create is going to be so specific for you. But this is the missing link that most people don't even go into or experimenting with with running off of two fuel sources and running off of ketones. It will ultimately change your life when you're able to tap into this because you become so much more connected with your body. You trust and you honor your body so much more. As a dieter, I can speak from my own personal experience. I did not trust my body. I did not trust myself with certain foods because the signals, my hormones, everything was so dysregulated that I couldn't tell if I was hungry or not, if I was just wanting to emotionally eat, if I was just wanting to eat because I was bored. All the circuits were completely disrupted. So when you allow this secondary metabolic pathway to be activated, I'm telling you, you have freedom over food and so much more connection with yourself. So let me ask you, do you really want to keep on thinking that eating low fat is the answer? When your hunger cravings are all over the place, when you have a hard time getting results that last because what you're doing isn't sustainable, where your energy is up and down and your brain feels like there is a fog over top of it. Or do you want to be able to eat delicious, high fat, satisfying foods that support your body, support your hormones, and give you time back? And give you brain power back because you don't have to be eating all the time and thinking about food all the freaking time since your body is conditioned and trained to run off of not one but two fuel sources. So if you're open to adapting and experimenting with yourself, you can download my free grocery shopping list. I will add it in the show notes and it goes over the best quality fats to eat, the ones to avoid, the best carbohydrates with the lowest amounts you should integrate for the first four to six weeks, and the ones you can integrate after four to six weeks when you have become fat adapted. And I just want to preface, you know, there's a lot of people nowadays when you say keto, they have this preconceived idea of what it is. They think it's eating buckets of bacon and butter and that's and you know dirty keto is a thing. There's so many packaged foods and packaged goods that have become so popular because keto has become so popular. But what I want to offer you is when and if you adapt into this style of eating, let's look at food quality. Let's look at foods that support your blood sugar, support your gut health, support your body, right? Because when it comes down to it, food is signaling. Food is chemical messengers. And you can be eating all the keto packaged goods and feel like crap. You can be doing anything and feel like crap. You can be eating all the vegan goods and feel like crap, right? When it comes down to it, food is medicine, medicine is food, and the quality of the food you eat is going to be indicative to how you feel and the energy you have within your body. So if you are interested in learning more about becoming metabolically flexible and understanding that reducing fat and eating low fat is the old way of 
thinking to keep the pounds off, then you can download my free grocery shopping list. Again, I will leave that in the show notes. So that is everything for today's episode. Thank you so much for hanging out with me. I will catch you all next week and have a beautiful day, beautiful morning, or beautiful whatever time of the day it is. Talk to you later. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed what you heard, make sure to subscribe to the podcast. And if you feel you got some extra value from this episode, it would mean the world to me if you could head over to Apple Podcast or whatever service you are listening to this podcast on, drop a five-star review. Let me know your thoughts on the show. Doing this really helps more people like yourself find the podcast. And if you're not already following me on social media, right now is the time. You can find me on Instagram at Marja Chow for all your nutrition tips, tricks, and inspiration, or visit my website at fatfueledfemale.com where you can download my free seven-day keto meal plan with recipes. Thanks so much for tuning in, and I will catch you next week.